Welcome to the Moon and You podcast. My name is Susan Hart. Today we are looking at the full moon in Libra occurring on the 16th of April 2022. The theme of the podcast is non-negotiables. But first, in the spirit of reconciliation, the Moon in You acknowledges the traditional custodians of country throughout Australia and their connections to land, sea and community. We pay our respect to their elders past and present and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples today. We live in a world of duplicity. There would be no shadows without the light and no understanding of light without darkness. Like most beings that are awake during the sunlight hours, I have a sense of unease when the night falls. I retreat to the shelter of my home, turn on the lights and allow the evening entertainment to wash over me. The human race has done everything in its power to eliminate the dark, so much so that we've become desensitised to the natural flow of the planet's rhythm. I believe, as a collective species, we have relinquished our oneness with nature, which is our birthright, and we have opted for a more sedated human experience. I've decided it's time to take back my power and begin the process of recalibration. Our collective body needs to swim in the oceans, rivers and lakes. Our senses need to be smelling pine needles, eucalyptus leaves, salt air and the dead wood burning. Our feet need to touch the grass, skin on rocks and backs right up against a tree. We need to sleep when the sun goes down and wake with the birds. Who's with me? Once decided, we embark on a journey to include those things that bring us back to nature and allow the recalibration to take hold. Yes, there are some disciplines required. I like to call them my non-negotiable activities that allow me to keep my promise to myself. So, I go to bed by 9.30pm and I wake at 5.30am. I read every morning with a shot of espresso in bed. I walk on the days I don't have yoga and I entertain my grandniece every Thursday and indulge in activities that make my heart sing. So some non-negotiable things on that Thursday would be dancing, painting, deep four-year-old conversations about how wood burns and the difference between Amen and Namaste. What are your non-negotiables, dear listener? The full moon in Libra has a few energies you can work with to make a life-changing pivot on your way to living a more natural, contented life. Libra's energy reminds us that we live in a world with other people. We are constantly influenced by the needs and wants of others. Look at your partnerships with people during these next few weeks. Who are you wanting to spend more time with? Who depletes your energy and causes you agitation? Are you going to choose to lean into the agitation and resolve conflict or walk away, knowing it's the better outcome for you? Libra is the sign of scales. Libra's energy can be used to recalibrate our own internal scales, to feel into imbalances that weigh heavy on one side. Check in with your physical body. Is there pain anywhere that you are ignoring? 
stop ignoring it and get it checked out. Check in with your spiritual body. Are you enjoying your moments of meditation and prayer? Are you creating a butler list for the higher self or God to fulfill and forgetting to serve others? Check in with your emotional body. When was the last time you had a good belly laugh or cry? Check in with your intellectual body. Are you overthinking? To speak further about this full moon in Libra, as always by my side, I have the incredible and knowledgeable and passionate Kerry Hurrigan by my side. Please welcome, Kerry. Sue. I couldn't pay you enough to say what you 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 don't pay me. (laughs) I think I pay you. (laughs) Oh, that's true. But I've got a couple of questions for you, Kerry, which I am really eager to listen the answers to because of my Libra moon. First one is, how does the full moon amplify the Libra energy? Okay, so when we have a full moon, the sun is opposite and it totally illuminates the moon from the opposite sign. So we have the sun in Aries currently and therefore the opposite sign is Libra. So interestingly, Sue, this is the seventh full moon in a row at 27 degrees and this started back in October of 2021 where the the first full moon was in Aries. The full moons are about completions, closures, letting go and releasing. Things come to a head or a climax and we know we have to deal with something. can be even a crisis. And it also can be blocked energy that needs closer examination so we can look at it and release it. We not only look at the general meaning of the sign that the moon, the full moon falls in, but it is in our interest to be aware of the shadow of Libra. And this is always very important because often people want to go through life with no challenges or anything and well you wouldn't be here if that was the case. Libra is generally how we relate to others. It's close relationships and business partnerships. Libra projects onto others our own perspective and it is the extremes of things like overpleasing others or being self-absorbed. The moon relates to our emotions and feelings of safety and is that very private part of us. The full moon in Libra will bring attention to where we feel out of balance in our life because Libra seeks balance. It seeks peace and harmony. So wherever this full moon is transiting in your chart, and that means the house it's passing over, will give you more information as to where you can look closer and bring more balance to that part of your life. You not only look at the transiting moon, but the ruler of Libra as well, which is Venus. And Venus is currently in Pisces. Venus deals with our self-worth, values, and independence and also relates to equal equilibrium. Venus also is the psychology of listening and, and you can see how that plays a part when we're relating to others. Like and being located in Pisces, it can be unclear, it can be confused, even distant on one hand and loving and gentle with no boundaries to Pisces at all. So if you and there's no boundaries to Libra. If you can see how it relates to others, you can see how the over-pleasing, wanting approval can get in the extreme where you're so 
involved in other people you forget about yourself so you have Mm -hmm. to go back to Aries to be a little bit self-indulgent to bring back that counterbalance to put you in the middle now I have been looking at your chart have you I have and it looks a bit scary I always think that stellium there Mm. looks a little bit prickly well it's a concentration of energy and Uh, being in your 10th house and I I must say that we have a time here we are unsure if that's the exact time of your birth but it seems to relate to you Mm. fairly well so we'll use that time that stellium and a stellium is where you have more than three planets in one sign you have uh one two three four four plus uh you have three plus the south node plus the midheaven. So you've got a lot of concentrated energy in the 10th house, which is your house of career or job. It's where you find authority. It's how we look at you. We view you as an authority figure. And one of the things, as long as I have known you, one of the things that you do better than anybody I've ever seen is you take something, you change it and you rebirth it, into something else (laughs) you do it all the time but it's always improved when you do it it's always better or it's easier or it's different but that carries with it a lot of intense emotions Mm -hmm. as well so looking at your moon we the first thing I noticed was how the transiting moon is lining up with your natal moon your natal moon is at 27 degrees And I'm going to ask you, and you tell me if I'm on track or not, because I don't know. I don't know your daily life. But what the degrees, this 26 and 27 degrees of Libra, uh, means in the Sabian symbols, which I don't think I've mentioned before, it's about objectivity, viewing things from on high, looking at the whole picture, seeing where things may be out of balance and then you can go and do something about it. Is that very interesting you should say that? Right. Because some of the teachings that I've learned from a gentleman called Muji, M O J I, what I've learned from him is that we have to always envisage ourselves as the sky. Oh. <laughs> so if right. we are the sky, yes. feeling the sky when you're meditating, and all the problems that you have, all the issues, and be it, be it big or small, when you're the sky, you're just looking at these clouds under you passing by. Some are very stormy, some are like little puffs of air. But at the end of the day, nothing can hurt you because you're the sky. Hmm. You're above all that and you can see things. And you had to use that this weekend right. to get perspective on um, a couple of client issues. So listener, I think you know that I'm a bookkeeper by trade, have been for 22 years. I work in finance. And sometimes it's difficult when you're dealing with other people's money not to take it on board yourself. And I have been taking it on board myself. Mm. And the heaviness of that sometimes gets me up. I become the cloud. <laughs> Start raining and storming on everybody. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, so you're very, that's very correct. Well, you step back and look at it from a higher picture, from a yes. higher plane. And just remember, we, we are about a week in front of mm. this actual event but you may start to feel and it's mm. interesting that you're saying this because uh subtle as they are they're just enough to get your attention mm. and sometimes you can't really can't put your finger on it but there's mm. just this this 
sensitivity or intuition, something that, you know, tickles that thing that you have to go and look at. Mm. The other thing is as opposes the sun in Aries, but as I you know, was mentioning to you, you've got Chiron in Aries, and we all have Chiron in Aries, and Chiron um, is the wounded healer. So it could be something very personal in you um, that you're feeling maybe that wound is still open or still sensitive mm. or something that's requiring some kind of healing mm. with that. Well, I think sometimes you don't even know if the, that you have wounds. True. Until... You know, something happens and you think, wow, that's that's an emotion that is way too strong for the situation. Mm. I think we, we sort of talked about that a couple of podcasts ago where, but if you're sort of agitated by something and then you act out those emotions and you think, oh, that was a little bit too harsh. And Jay and I would always say that, going, well, that didn't warrant all that anger. What else has gone on for you? <laughs> that's See, and that's where the open wound, like when we do have wounds, I think we've talked about this before as well, is that we need to try and make them a scar because scars, unless, of course, you willfully open up scars with a knife, scars don't tend to hurt anymore. Mm. Wounds hurt Mm. because they keep seeping Mm. and getting infected and you need antibiotics all the time. But a scar is healed. And when you look at it, the pain isn't there anymore. Like you can still touch it without the pain. Mm. And um, so I think that that's probably what's happening for me. There's maybe some things in the past where they're coming up. And and I think age, like we're, we're at an age, Kerry, that it's we're in our 50s mm. or 60s. <laughs> I haven't decided yet. <laughs> you know, and things start to break down and you get it's anyway. Yeah, yeah. You know, this is all this answering is about the answering my first question, which is how does the full moon amplify the Libra energy? So perhaps I should have rectified saying how does it amplify my Libra energy? <laughs> well, the, 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 it's about really making you very aware of where you're out of mm. balance, the point of it. So, dear listener, if you have your birth chart in front of you, this is a great opportunity for you to get it out as we're talking about this and you can have a look and see what's happening in your chart as well and I'm going to pause it right now because I wanted to share that of course Kerry has a fantastic offer it's free for you to go onto her website astrology within you and you can download her free birth chart you just have to give her your date of birth time of birth name and place of birth mm-hmm. and uh, she will be able to give that to you and then you can join us when we do this and we pull apart once you chart. get that birth chart, I mean, I, it's general interpretations. I put the full moon yes. in Libra through the house. Yes. So you can, it may relate to you, it may not, because they're just mm. general. But, but it is um, good. But it just gives you more information. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that because that's my always going to be my first question to you, Gary, is how does, it, how does this full moon amplify mm. the, the energy? Can I move on to the second question? Uh, yes, I was just going to say um, because it's, you cannot really, very, it's very difficult to isolate one thing because it's all planets yes. are in relationship to each mm. other. Mm. And, uh, and it depends on your upbringing, your conditioning, your beliefs, your what it, you know, all these things. And, but it will make you more aware of where things are out of balance. It could be with your money, your health, your relationships. It could be all kinds of things. Mm. Yes, it just depends what else is happening mm. there. 
but we also have a lot of and I'll talk about it later we've got a shape each chart too they they have a shape and uh, we've got all these planets on the opposite side of the moon so the moon is going to be filtering all these energies and all these patterns if you like these archetypal patterns and it's going to be we're going to be filtering them through our emotions and our mm. intuition and our sensitivity mm. so uh, something brings this thing that you've experienced has to happen it's necessary because of in evolutionary astrology we have we have a thing called evolutionary necessity because it's through these difficult times that we grow, we mature, mm. we mm. learn. So, yes, got to have them. But the good thing is, is this too shall pass. So I love that saying. Yeah. yeah. So the second question I have is, how can we align ourselves with the high vibrational energies of Libra? And what would you consider Libra's high vibrational qualities to be? Well, I thought this was a great question. Oh. It's kind of two in one, really. Well, it is, and it's again, it's a very a broader answer. But I hope I've touched on things that will give mm. people some assistance there. So, well, firstly, you have to know what the lower vibrations are. Oh, that so was my th- third question. So <laughs> we'll answer that first. <laughs> Go for okay. it. Well, we start with the lower vibrations or the dense vibrations, mm. and when I say them, when we experience them, it's they're like walking through wet concrete you know very very difficult so the lower vibrations of things like shame guilt anger victimization resentment jealousy and unworthiness these emotions and any stressful emotions cause imbalances libra deals with relating to others and we can feel all these emotions through this archetype so emotions of higher vibrations are things like gratitude appreciation thankfulness joy excitement enthusiasm relief and balance and when we feel lighter anything's possible when Mm. we're in these emotions we love everything we love everybody so if you think of libra like a seesaw when we are in the extremes and this is another thing that libra does Uh, the balance goes too far on one side we have to make changes to bring ourselves back to an even keel this requires really listening to others and the ruling planet being venus and the psychology of listening even though it's hard to hear you have to ask well could they be right investigate your stressful emotions to find the truth behind them and i always recommend the process of byron katie And the other thing that Libra does, it projects onto others. So if you are projecting your own belief onto another person, this, and if it's a a negative or a limiting belief, this can distort reality of what is truly happening. So Libra introduces us to the social scene of the world of others. It's the diplomat and the peacemaker. And in the extreme, as I was saying before, can overplease for approval because it wants to be liked and they can deny their own needs because of it. The archetype of Libra constantly wants to seek out balance and give us peace. It is a practice where we constantly check in on ourselves. And I've been getting into a little bit of Buddhism lately, Sue. And one of the things Buddhism says is no problem is outside your mind. All problems are in your mind, which Mm. is so true. 
Byron Katie says all stressful thoughts are a lie. I mean, just knowing that in itself is, is, has to be a relief. So um, you can do something about your situation. The opposite of Libra is Aries, and that fills us with courage to face what we need to, including our stressful thinking and limiting, and limiting beliefs to find the truth. <clears throat> the stressful emotions mention align with the shadow of Libra, as they do with all signs, but coming through the archetype of Libra, we can experience things of the following projecting our own beliefs onto others with cognitive dissonance and that is when you believe a core you are believing your own core belief no matter how much evidence is put to you that it's not true not listening to others or your own inner self over pleasing others for approval comparing yourself to others extremes due to no boundaries denial and codependency, victimization, not learning to repeat the same pattern with others or your karmic mates. Hmm. Isn't that interesting? Because yeah. everybody is your karmic mate. As a result, dense emotions uh, that we don't look at in ourselves keeps us stuck and they, keeps it, they keep us stuck in bad or damaging habits and behaviour. Behavior. And this causes blocked energy and it just attracts more of the same. Mm. Well, I've learned over time that you have to look at them. It's easy to deny them. and We want to because it's painful. Mm. But you're best to go and look at them. And you feel that the bigger the pain, the bigger the relief. So not easy, but part of life. Mm. That's all I have to say about mm. that. Thanks, Carrie, for that. Excellent information, as always. <laughs> Speaking about the... F- <laughs> the f- <laughs> The full moon, yeah. sometimes you, you surprise us with like something special is going to happen this month or whatever. Mm. What do you think or is there anything that's happening with the full moon this time? Something special about the full moon? Well, I thought of several things with this because when we look at astrology, the chart can take a shape and there's different shapes in astrology and this particular full moon the shape is a bucket and handle with the handle being the full moon in Libra and this makes the the moon the focal point and it's filtering all the energies of these planets that are opposite through it through our intuition and our sensitivity and our emotions as I mentioned before it's the seventh full moon at 27 degrees in a row through and of course this one to be specific Uh, It's 20 degrees and 45 minutes. But when uh, the minutes are over 30, we round it up to the next degree. So that's how it's got to that 27 degrees. Uh, The degrees themselves, um, as I mentioned, uh, the 26 to 27 degrees of Libra relate to being objective, looking at the whole picture from a bird's eye view, to have a clear vision and then examine the imbalances to bring you back to that equilibrium. Mm. In my understanding, there is a consistent message of letting go of what doesn't serve us or work anymore that is hindering and creating obstacles in our ability to move forward. And we are seeing this on a collective scale in many areas, the the reluctance to move away from fossil fuels. You can't have Mm. coal and a clean environment. You just can't have it. Mm. It's just not possible. So we can only affect our own world. And uh, by setting ourselves free of old 
ways and by improving things in our own world, trying new ways, trying things differently for a better future for ourselves in all areas. So, yes, there is something very special about it. Mm. You mentioned the Chiron as well. So that that's only happening now or is it just in this full moon or has it been happening for a while? Oh, no, it's, it's Chiron has been in Aries since the tw- 1920s. I don't think it was about 1926. We are all, oh, we all have right. Chiron and Aries. Yes. And Chiron is the wounded healer and we are all going through some self-healing on some level. Because we might do a special thing on Chiron. Yes, I, I think it's important. Yes, I think also the conjunction of Pisces. Uh, sorry, of Neptune and Jupiter in Pisces. This is huge, and on this full moon, they are both at twenty-four degrees. Neptune and Jupiter. Yep. Yes, and it is also Pisces is also the sign. It rules the twelfth house of completions and endings. Mm. So there's mm. this. In my own podcast that I did on my website, it was, it's just been going mm. on for, you know, such a long time. Pluto in Capricorn is another one mm. that's mm. going through the disclosing of the corrupt, the power, the, especially of the corrupt and powerful, mm. and to do with sex, actually. Yeah. There's lots of things coming out about Oh, for that. sure. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> just to yeah, bring it back okay. to focus. I know. Yeah. Yep. So when we talk about Libra as one of the star signs that actively seek balance, what are some of the practical things you'll be doing, Kez, Mm -hmm. through this full moon to seek balance? Okay, so I always like to bring in the medical side of it as well. So Libra rules the kidneys, the skin, the lower back, buttocks, and has a keen sense of balance and support. So I will be doing some of these things. Um, for your the, kidneys, are you going to stop having alcohol for the week? Well, I don't have it actually. You don't either, do don't. you? Yeah. But well, would that be one thing that you could do? Well, I would be monitoring my water intake. Hmm. You know, yeah. and, and drinking the right amount. I like that. Yeah. yeah. So, I'm a great believer in meditation. It just does wonders for you if you don't do it, if you can start a meditation practice daily. And this helps balance your mind. And by your mind, I mean your emotional body, your physical body and your emotions combined. Look at your nutritional intake to balance the body that results in good skin. Interesting Mm. that people who have a lot of uh, liver and energy often have good skin. Mm. You know, I I, I think it's... It's a balance of the body, I suppose, and beauty, because hmm. really ruled by Venus, which I was also mentioning to you that I am eliminating certain things from my diet. Yes, all um, the white foods. <laughs> yes. With a sad all face. At <laughs> all at once. All Crazy girl. things that I love. Crazy girl. I know. <laughs> uh, do a physical detox to balance your health. Have a massage. Um, mm. Do an emotional detox to balance and support yourself. Do a financial detox to balance your money. Mm. And when, interestingly, Sue, when our finances are out of balance, we can experience a sore back. Mm. So seek financial literacy. And I hope you're going to mention your course. I can lend, I will. Are you going to mention it now? I will. Okay, go ahead. So, listener, as you know, most of you know, a lot of you are on the program already. We have a free financial literacy course called Budgeting. On the new moon. So each new moon, there's an opportunity for you to look at your budget, start a new one. There's a private Facebook group that we can 
join up with and the course is on the website themooninyou.com and under the members area please come along it's going to be it's fun i love it you'll learn something you'll learn so Mm. much um i thought be in nature as much as you can to recalibrate nature calms and makes us feel peaceful practice the art of listening to the other person Mm. don't have your phone where you are you give them your complete and total attention Mm. because Mm. you can miss out on some real gems support yourself by finding more balance in your life so you can help someone else in theirs turn off negativity of how bad things are how terrible things are and this will only put you in fear and imbalance people are easily controlled when they're in fear be independent of that listen to your heart's intelligence because it's the heart's intelligence that links all that encompasses our bodies and we connect through our heart to each other beautiful thank you and all living things i love that thank you i like those things i'm going to incorporate some of those things especially the water monitor the water intake Mm. so important yes the scales often like in libra often remind me of money Okay. But, of course, traditionally it's, you know, you've always put on certain things, like you can put your body on something to weigh weigh that what it is. But for me it's always about money itself. So how can we use this full moon to better manage money? Now, we've talked about the new moon. We always do it on the new moon because it's new beginnings. Mm. But because Libra has an effect on our money as well, Mm. could you talk Mm. about that? Could you share some light on that one? Libra is ruled by Venus, the planet of beauty, love, our values, self-worth and independence, and is also related to money. Money equates to our self-worth. Unfortunately, in our society, money rules how valuable you are based on your money, how much you earn Mm. or how much you have. It's got nothing, absolutely nothing to do with it. (laughs) When we compare ourselves to others... We can feel not good enough because of money. And, of course, this is a total lie. I'd rather be the master of my money than the slave to my money, which Mm. is what happens when we have too much debt. We become the slave. But the true power is in being in harmony with money and being able to manage it well and do what we need by being educated. Now, we can be educated by learning about managing money Or we can learn the hard way by pain and overspending, creating more debt, and can make your education or your education rather painful, crippling, and extremely expensive. And it can cost you everything. Emotions also come into it as Libra loves the finer things in life. It loves the beautiful clothes, the beautiful home, eating in the best restaurants, etc. But if these things come at an expense of your inability to manage money, this brings imbalance, stress, worry, anxiety, and most importantly of all, I think, disempowerment because you become the slave. I would highly recommend Sue your financial literacy course. I can't <laughs> recommend it highly enough. And this course will give you financial intelligence, but also having emotional intelligence as well. And we are constantly tempted, guilted, coerced, seduced by marketers to buy this car, to buy this phone, this house. And when a bank says we care, 
I can assure you, they don't give a rat's backside <laughs> about you. They don't care because they want your debt. And they, for our listeners, most of them are like our daughters. They're only, they're young and they, they'll have your debt for the next 25 to 30 years. Mm. And they want your money, and that's it. That's that's all it is. No matter how lovely the music is, or how lovely the family is in a lovely house, it's got nothing to do with it. It's trying to engage you emotionally. When our emotions take over about the fantasy of having that thing, walk away, run, just mm. get the hell away from it, and realize it is your emotions that are fueling your fantasy and. Only go back when that emotion has subsided, otherwise you will become weak and you'll succumb to it. Mm. I'm speaking from experience here. Even the seduction of chocolate Mm. with the gold paper and the beautiful wrapping Mm. or the junk food that says, people will love you if you buy our hamburger deal. You'll have so much fun if you buy our cordial. And my personal favourite, Seal, is the makeup companies. If Mm. I buy their moisturiser... I'm going to look like I'm 12 (laughs) instantly. (laughs) But just be very clear to catch yourself in the moment if you can. Who has the power here, you or the spellcaster? And I think that's really important. Yes. Mm. Very wise, my friend. Thank you. Thank you. I have to say it is by Mm. experience I've learnt and I learnt the hard way Mm. and I decided to learn the easy way. Listener, um, the next bit of information that we're going to be giving you is from a podcast we did in the full moon in Libra last year. The information on that particular podcast in regards to our menstrual cycle was so good that we really couldn't top it. So you're going to be listening to a recording over the next uh, for the next 15 minutes from the last full moon in Libra that we did. And it's it's a good one. It was a good one. Yeah. So we want you to listen to that again. <laughs> and we will sign off now and allow you to enjoy that. Until next full moon, my friends, Carrie will be back for that. But I might actually get her to do a Chiron and Aquarius um, podcast for it's me. Chiron and Aries. Beg your pardon. That's all right. Chiron and Aries. Yes. And see where that might land with us. Yes. I think I'd love to do that. Okay, dear listener, thank you so much for joining us and until next time, bye for now. Bye-bye, everyone. I teach. (laughs) (laughs) I normally talk about what Libra would medically rule, as in, say, for example... The kidneys. The kidneys and the urinary tract and stuff. And, yes, I will be speaking about that as well, about the menstrual cycle and how that affects it. But the first one is about money. Mm. <laughs> because Libra yes. uh, rules money. Mm. So my dear listener, if you are in your week one, which is your menstrual cycle through this full moon, then this is what I have got to share with you. So during this first phase of your cycle, some people call it moon time, some people call it menstruation, some people just call it period, like Kerry and I used to do. <laughs> That's like out of fashion now. I know, period. Anyway, so you may feel, and I certainly felt, you may feel a little vulnerable. So that is perfectly understandable because your body is going through its normal cycle of house cleaning. And that's how I used to always feel that it was for me. Um, And that can sometimes become tiresome. So bleeding during the full moon could amplify your feelings of vulnerability. However, the Libra energy moving with the moon will help with you personally seeking balance to try to seek balance. 
So how would you feel, listener, about budgeting when you're most vulnerable? So balancing your financial affairs during your menstrual cycle is perfect because the hormone estrogen is rising slightly, but not high enough for the euphoric feeling to kick in. So it is best if you are a bit mellow to honestly review your finances. Did you know that women tend to spend more money in their second half of their cycle? And that's because there is this like almost like a carefree attitude to life and it's uh, wonderful to be alive and estrogen is full and your breasts are out and life is wonderful. So that's the second phase. But now while you're having your menstrual flow, you are feeling a little bit low, a little bit more vulnerable, a bit more quiet. This is the time to focus in on your financials. So if you're interested, I'm going to be creating a budget template in the workbook associated with this podcast And on that template, I'll show you how to start looking at your finances and your budget. And if you set it in this week, and if you create a nice balance of your money, where it's going to go, who's going to get it, how much you're going to keep, what you need to spend, what what you want to spend, then moving into the next week will really help you because you won't tend to buy on a whim. You'll look at your budget and go, hmm, or yeah, I can spend money. So anyway, this is my my gift for you for this week. Well, Sue. Carrie. What can I say? This week gives you that space to think about things like this. So energetically speaking, if you thought of energy like money, where are you in a deficit and where are you not in a deficit? Now, interestingly, that Libra rules the lower back. If your lower back is maybe a bit, you know, um, sensitive or sore, look at the issues of money. There's a, not saying it's the reason, but it could be a, a high reason why your back is sore because it could be, it, well, it's related to money issues because mm-hmm. it's support. So money supports us. The other thing is your relationship, Libra, with money. Mm-hmm. So money is that type of energy, it comes and goes. We want to hoard it and keep it, but something will come along and take it. Mm-hmm. And if you budget, you know, you can, it, it takes, it get, brings you back to peace. It brings you back to that equilibrium, mm. doesn't mm. it? Mm. So they're good. I thought they were good things to, as you were talking, good things to think about in relation to money because money plays such a huge part mm. in our in our. um in our lives. And the other thing I just thought of was in relation to money, a question perhaps to consider is if you have ventured on the distorted side of Libra, do you use money to fill that void where you're you're not feeling that wholeness of whether it's not another person available or you're not in a relationship. But I just wanted to bring the uh, just the attention a little bit back, if you could think of money or energy, like mm. financially speaking. Yeah, so that's bringing that back also now to the course that I'm doing. It's a free course. Everybody has access to it. And it's about money as a bookkeeper and working in the accounting field for the last 33 years. Money in itself is not evil at all. Money is a means to an end, really. But bartering, exchange of time, um, it's an exchange of money. All these things are, are important to understand. And so in my course, we talk about the first lesson of gratitude. 
and the second lesson of giving and then the third lesson is gaining. So the gaining part is where you learn what your relationship to money is all about. You learn about gaining from areas that you would not expect. Mm. I can't go much too into it because I don't want to give too much away, but it is, it's very powerful. I'm very excited about it. And that's all I'm going to say about it. Then we'll move on to week two, but it's going to be exciting. And with when you were talking about money, the inequality of a bad relationship with money, mm. you know, and you have to experience that, hopefully, debt and pain in regards to money, some of the greatest teachers you'll ever have. Mm. But um, getting back to that equilibrium, and this week is really perfect for it, it because mm. your mind's a little more settled this mm. week. Mm. So week two. So armed with your new financial budget, so I'm assuming that everybody who's going to listen to this podcast, no matter where you are in your cycle during this full moon, I'm going to assume that you're going to be using this template. So armed with your new financial budget, perfectly balanced to meet your personal needs, household needs and savings, is there any money left over to treat yourself this week? If the answer is no, then that's still okay, because during this week, your estrogen levels are climbing peaking at day 14, and don't forget about testosterone as it kicks in from days 12 to 14, making your body feel amazing. You may not care as much about not having any extra money left over for indulgences during this time due to the happy hormones. So be patient this week and consider the good you did last week with your budget. Do you feel more in control financially? Do you feel the pull to spend money or have resolved your wants and will stick to your budget? This is the key. One of the keys to being financially free is the art of saving and not feeling the pull of gratifying yourself all the time. Self-regulating will bring balance back into your life as well. Now, just on that point... Advertisers are spellcasters. Yes, they are. They put us under a spell. They will tell you, which is, this is hilarious, that if I have a certain car, all these wonderful things are going to happen. In regards to the menstrual, menstrual cycle, which I've just thought of, I remember seeing commercials where if I bought a certain sanitary pad or tampon, I'd run through a field of daisies. And I can tell you, <laughs> I never wanted to run through a field of da- oh, daisies. Oh, it's hilarious. It's hilarious. Um, the, what I was going to say in regards to what your comments were, Sue, opposite Libra is Aries. Aries is a fire sign. It's a very driven, spirited sign, but it also is passionate. If you can get passionate about your budgeting, mm. this is power. We're talking about power yes. now. empowerment and power so uh, using these energies to the best of your ability and when people go off the rails in regards to if I may say greed this is where the love of money comes in not money itself money's pretty much useless really can't even make a cup of tea with it no no you can't even boil the kettle to make a cup of tea with it but it is the love of money where that comes in and again that that comes to an imbalance again Week three, phase three, however you would like to call it. So this week, during the progesterone phase, that's a hormone that is dominant within week three, starts around day 15 after you ovulate. So this week, during the progesterone phase, let us take a closer look at the urinary tract 
and the dreaded female bacterial infection called UTI or the urinary tract infection. Hands up, any of you who have had one. (laughs) So we have. I've had five of them over my time. I thought the first time I had a a UTI, I was going to die. Oh, They are unbearable and they are deadly if you don't look after yourself. Get them attended to, like... Wee wee and razor blades, oh, if you ask me, yeah. it, was, it was awful. So, so Libra is, and as I understand it, Kerry, is a medical ruler of the urinary tract and the kidneys. Correct. Thank you. <laughs> so let us find some ways to care for your precious bladder during this phase of your cycle. A UTI develops when microbes enter the urinary tract and cause infection. Bacteria are the most common causes of UTIs. Bacteria can get into the urethra several ways. During sex, for example, the bacteria in the vaginal area may be pushed into the urethra and eventually end up in the bladder where urine provides a good environment for the bacteria to grow. So for all of my five cases of UTIs, I have always received antibiotics. I've gone to my GP and because they were quite serious and because it does affect the kidneys, I opted for the antibiotics. And it's very interesting to note that when I spoke to my GP, she said, Sue, three out of the five antibiotics that we use to treat UTIs, depending on the strain, only two are now effective. (gasps) Is that right? Yes. So it's extremely important that only use antibiotics when you really, really need it. What it is is that if the infection gets to the kidneys, you can have kidney failure. That is how serious UTIs are. So I, I felt that because this we're talking about Libra and it is a medical rule of, of that area, let's shine a light on this mm. and especially the, the use of antibiotics as well. And there are some home remedies that I also use whilst I'm on antibiotics but even though if, if you are dead serious, not wanting to get antibiotics at all, then I would suggest that you really do look into the uh, home remedies as well. And f- for example, like drinking plenty of water, and I mean a lot of water to flush it out, urinate when the need arises. And so when you're, when you f- even feel that slight bit of pressure, mm. you go, you know, you go to the toilet straight away. And this is interesting, um, wiping yourself from the front to the back. So always wipe mm. from the front, which is your vagina or your wee-wee hole, <laughs> then your vagina, then your poo-poo hole. Don't do it the other way. I'm, it's like a, I'm sorry, listen. Oh, no, it's but not it's true. But I don't if you, why I laugh, but it's always funny. But if you wipe from mm. your... Back to front. Back, it's like, <laughs> of course you're going to spread. I've known some teenagers and some girls who, who have not been taught that. So, listener... Always tell your daughters and for yourself, wipe from your urinating hole, then the vagina, then your poo hole. Mm. Okay, enough Mm. said about that, Kerry. Well, just in relation to the kidneys, they... There's two of them, so they have to be in balance. There is also what sits on top of the kidneys is the adrenal glands. Of course, the balancing of the two, I love it. Yes, and the adrenal glands also affect the heart. So if you're, let's use money, because money is the what we've mentioned and the theme of peace, if you're 
money, let's say, is causing you an imbalance in your emotions and your um, it's affecting your heart, as and I mean things like anxiety, you are having financial challenges at the moment, things that are putting you out of balance, it is only natural that it's going to affect probably, and I'm not a medical person, but just trying to join the dots here, that it will affect your adrenal glands, which maybe somebody can give, give us more information on how they uh, affect the kidneys. I just had a quick look at the chart for that day, Sue, while you were giving us that great information there. And what uh, I noticed is that the moon is trining Saturn, meaning a trine is a an aspect that allows the energy to flow easily. So Saturn is about discipline. It's about being responsible. Whether it's money or there's something else in your life, whether it's your health or your diet or, or what else, uh, and if you think again as energy as, as a financial vehicle in your life, where do you need to be disciplined? Jupiter is also there. It's not quite trining, but it's there in Saturn, in Aquarius as well. So Jupiter is about good. It's the benefic. The discipline could possibly bring nothing but good, but you're going to have to do some work for that. And then apply that to Aquarius. And Aquarius is about doing things differently. So is there things that you can do differently in your life where it needs discipline and work to some degree where you're going to benefit yourself in a good area, mm. bringing yourself back to balance? Mm. Beautiful. Thank you, Sue. Thank you, Karen. <laughs> All right, week four, week four. If there was ever a time to be conscious of being balanced, it is this week because of the drop in hormones, especially if your progesterone drops off after day 21. If this happens, you may be in for a week of PMS instead of a day of PMS. Maintaining optimum progesterone levels just before day 28 is the best outcome for us all. However, however, Many women suffer from PMS symptoms and with this full moon in Libra, you may turn inward and succumb to the shadow and judge yourself unworthy of anything good and kind. So my advice, call it out and really name it. Name the inner thoughts. Are you feeling unappreciated and therefore resentful? Are you feeling frustrated at work that no one listens to you or your ideas? Listening again. <laughs> yeah. Are you in a relationship that is not balanced? And that could be life partner, that could be with your mother or your father or with your children, with your pets, whatever it is. So remember, the longer the progesterone dip before your period comes, the more PMS that will arise. The more progesterone that you can keep in your body in this week, the more kinder, compassionate, the more warm and cozy you will feel and the less you are likely to succumb to those inner dark thoughts. That is my personal belief. This is what I believe. One main thing that you can do to maintain optimal progesterone, get stress out of your life as it interferes with progesterone uptake. Mm. I personally believe that stress begins with a thought. So if you can stop the thought before it turns into an imaginary what-if scenario, you are halfway home. We mull over conversations in our mind. We try out different ways to say things or remember things that we said and it triggers our emotions. A sympathetic nervous system 
is switched on, creating stress hormones in our body until the issue is resolved or until it's not resolved and it's just swallowed and it's hidden to come out at a later stage. So number one, take a few deep breaths before you answer any questions. Take a few long moments to look at the person in the eye before replying. And always tell the truth and speak with compassion. And if you can't do any of those things, just walk away until you're ready to come back. Well, I'm glad you've addressed this, Sue, because when you're talking about uh, suppressed emotions, Mm. that leads to anger. Mm. Mm. In this full moon of Libra, you have the opposing sign of Aries, which is where the sun is. This is why we get the full moon. The distorted side of Aries is rage, anger, spontaneity. It's very combustible. And especially with another person, God forbid, just be aware of the projection. This is the distortion of Libra where we project onto another person. We're looking at them through a template from something of our past experience, moon. And we put this on the other person. If you are or find yourself in the potential for a confrontation, which Libra doesn't like really, if you can catch yourself, think about what are they saying? What is it that they're telling me. Listen to what they're saying, what you are seeing in reality, not from your perception. Meditation, Mm. remarkable how that can calm the mind. And get out in nature if you can. Venus rules two signs. Interesting that Taurus is in conjunct to Libra, which is another story. I won't go there. But mentioning Taurus is about nature. And that side of Venus, get out into nature if you can. Nature too has a way of calming us down, slowing us Mm, down. mm. A lot of times our mind goes far too fast and we can't keep up with it. The art of listening or the psychology of listening is very, very important in Libra. And also listening to that voice that says, don't say it, don't say anything, don't react but if you can give yourself a little bit of mm. a little bit of a breathing space, mm. and it takes practice. Yes. Look at us. How long have we been practicing, Sue? Mm, very long time. <laughs> Too long. Yeah. Yes. So it's still a long way to go. So. Oh, for the rest of our lives, I imagine. Yeah, Carrie, that's been such a pleasure. Oh. I've enjoyed it immensely. Um, and just a couple of reminders. Uh, we have a, an app which is called the Moon and You app. It's on the Apple Store, and The main thing that's on there is tracking, tracking your cycle. So having evidence that your mood swings coincide with your hormonal changes can bring a lot of comfort. Now you can predict unproductive habitual behaviors and not be swept away by your emotional state by largely created by misdirected feelings. So if you're ready to take control back of your emotional pull from one thing to another call your power back carolyn may says yes and and start tracking so get the app i'll have that link in the blog and you can go on to the instagram page as well there's a link there 
This is International Women's Day today as it well. It is as well as the time of this yes. recording, isn't and it? My, and the <laughs> idea of peace, because women are natural peacemakers. Women are naturally born, I believe, with peacemaking. So from my heart to your heart and to Kerry's heart, I wish you a very wonderful International Women's Day today. Same here, and I hope you enjoy the Libra and full moon. And I think if anything, Sue and I, what we like to pass on to you, our daughters. Our daughters. Uh, is how you can empower yourself because it you are a force to be reckoned with when you get to that point. Mm. You yes. really are. Mm. And uh, especially when you realise that happiness comes from within, mm. everything comes from within. It does indeed. <laughs> oh, my so amazing. <laughs> Namaste, my love. Namaste okay. to you too, Sue. Namaste, listener. Okay. Bye-bye, everyone.